five breakfast. Catch up. Feast of the week. The cringiest stories to make this week's news. And really, Sheesh of the Week this week is like so cringeworthy. And I just have to talk about it. It's been the biggest news story this whole week. So if you've been living on a rock or maybe just on a slightly different internet planet, because, you know, we all live on our own internet planets, let me fill you in. This is a really crazy story. So try and keep up. There was a man a number of years ago called Tabo Besta, right? He became known as the Facebook rapist and was sentenced to life in prison. For a series of rapes and also murders, right? Yes. And he was convicted, found guilty, and put in a high-security prison in Mangaung, right? Mm-hmm. And then, last year, it was reported that he died in solitary confinement in a cell in the prison yeah. from being burned, right? Mm-hmm. And his body was found, he was pronounced dead, and then there was this, like, you know clarity basically on the story that Tabo Besta died in prison but it was maybe potentially under suspicious circumstances because he'd been moved into the prison cell very soon before this seeming death by fire and it was very very sus that a death by fire could happen in a prison whatsoever then just a few weeks ago in fact we can still count it in days not months a news website in South Africa a community news website called Ground Up published a story where somebody had taken photographs of somebody who looked just like Tabo Besta shopping at you know that very cold store the very cold one without music that we all love and Mm -hmm. it takes all of our money in Santon Johannesburg they had taken photos of him with a celebrity doctor called Nandipa Magudumana right and a child who looked a little bit like Magudumana's child and the person with this person who they think is the doctor looked a lot like Tabo Besta and the website said how could it be that Tabo is alive and out there in the world and so they did some digging now it turns out it turns out that as far as has been known and discovered from leaked documentation and from leaked uh, kind of like uh, testimony from people who have spoken to the website that the person who died in prison in 2022 may not have been Tabo Besta. It seems as though the body was 25 centimeters shorter than the than the height that Tabo was registered to have in his kind of like prison conviction photograph. It seems like the DNA from the body did not match the DNA from somebody who claims to be Tabo Besta's mother. It also seems as though Dr. Nandipa tried to get the body back out of prison by claiming that she was Tabo Besta's customary law wife. Are you guys following so far? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of this has been denied by the security services, including the private company that runs this prison. But it seems like the CCTV cameras that were looking at the prison cell were moved to not be directed and watched correctly. It seems like two people left the prison before, moments before this death. And it seems like the body that was burned actually died from a strike to the head. Now, since then, Dr. Nandeep has uh, deleted a bunch of her social media accounts. Uh, the claims that there was no autopsy on record about the death of this body seem to be refuted because it seems as though this website has the autopsy and published it for us. And most recently, a mansion that Dr. Nandipa had been renting seems to have been abandoned with a lot of its stuff taken out of it after a squabble with the landlords. So... Is this the shishiest news story we have ever done? I think it might be. Oh, yeah. And for that reason, I'd like to welcome onto the show one of the lead investigators and reporters for Ground Up, Daniel Stain. Daniel, did I tell any lies there? Or am I? have I largely got it right? 
No, you've largely got it right. Um, and a very good summary, I would say, of, of the story so far. You know, it's and funny, it's Daniel, because I said to you directly that I would give the Spark Notes summary, but I feel like I just spoke for about 15 minutes in a PhD because <laughs> the story is so deep. How did you guys end up on this story? How did it start? Because it is the biggest story in the country. Right. So, so we've been following it for a while, for several months now. And actually, before we had the pictures of um, Bester shopping with Dr. Nandipa. And um, we first published in November last year that there's some suspicious circumstances surrounding the fire. Um, and then as more sources have come forward and given us more information, we've been starting to piece together the, um, the puzzle and to figure out what exactly happened the night of the fire. Okay. And so where are we now in the story? Because it seems like there's a new breaking news chunk every day. Are you guys getting messages from people saying, I have this thing for you and I have this thing for you? Exactly. So we, we're sifting through loads of comments and um, tip-offs. Some are real, some are not. We're trying to understand both what happened on the 3rd of May 2022 in that prison that Abu Besta was able to escape, but also trying to understand and where is the police investigation now? Where are Dr. Magadumana and Abu Besta at the moment? Um, is there currently a warrant out for the arrest? Um, you know, to, trying to keep track of that investigation while also figuring out exactly how he was able to escape. And I mean, there's so much back and forth, Daniel. There have been so many uh, official authorities coming out and denying things about this story because obviously it makes it makes so many people look so bad. If there were people paid off in prison to help him escape, if there were people paid off in, in the prison to help him uh, cover up his escape by putting this body in place of where his might be. There's so many official reports. There was one even a claim by a policeman that they told the local uh, security MEC, I think, about this, tipped them off in an email that has then been denied. How do you guys work out when you think a source is credible enough to publish it, given the fact that it's so uncertain what is true and what is not? Right. So, so we're being very careful in the language we use. We do um, specify when we uh, we specify how far we've been able to go to verify a certain um, information. We make sure that the sources we talk to that we know their identity, even if we don't name them in our articles. Yes. And we, we, where possible, we try to get documentary proof. Yes. Um, and try to rely on that. And there's lots of information and tip-offs that we've been given that we simply can't publish because it's not necessarily reliable information. Yes, wow. And you must also have some great lawyers on speed dial <laughs> for consultation. <laughs> All right, Daniel Stain, thank you so much for joining us. My final question is, where does the story go next? I know you guys are sitting through and sifting through lots of information, but what key questions need to be answered and by who for us to figure out this, frankly, extraordinary story? Like if I'd seen this in a movie, I would almost say that the scriptwriters went too far. Yeah. So, um, well, firstly, we, we're publishing, hoping to publish today an article about um, what Bester was up to in prison, oh. um, running a massive company from behind bars, and um, and that will give us some indication as to what circles Bester has been moving around in. Wow. And then, um, yeah, we're also trying to piece together, we've got some information on what Bester was up to after he escaped from prison, which we're hoping to publish within the coming weeks. And then, but in terms of key questions, we need to know how did Bester escape? How is it possible that someone can escape from a maximum security prison in the country? And then how is it possible that he can escape? And 10 months later, there's still no arrest. And 
the police can't seem to give us any information other than, and the Department of Correctional Services is still standing by their third May 2022 statement that Bester died in the fire. Wow, and I guess we also want to know where Dr. Nandipa and Tabo actually are. I mean, they could be on the run. Exactly. We have no idea. Daniel Sain, thank you so much for joining us. It's 8 o'clock. We're going to flip over to Tabo Baloy, to be clear, for the news. <laughs> but what an extraordinary sheesh of the week. And thank you so much uh, to all of the investigative reporters doing the good work in South Africa. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. What a wild story. Almost beyond belief. And we'll see, because we just don't know. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.